this is the kind boy from the islands. You are now listening to the Schmear Campaign with T.W. and Kirsch Cat. Hello and good evening. Welcome to episode 18 of the Schmear Campaign. I'm your host, newly married Brian in Jersey City, where it's 56 degrees and we're expecting snow tomorrow. And on the other side of the interwebs, we have TW down in Miami, where it's beautiful. You had a little cold front the last couple of days. It's 78 degrees right now and beautiful. TW, yeah. what's doing? It's, it's Listen, it might be 78 degrees, but Miami is one of those cities where it tends to always snow. Oh, yeah? Just, just saying. You know, the, Scar- the, the Cartagena of the United States, basically. Definitely. Definitely. I don't know if you want to be called the Cartagena United States, but Miami of all places will take that. Not uh, in oh, not that. in terms of crime and stuff. You look you look good, Mary looks good on you. Yeah, you noticed my ring. Right away. Yeah. Wait, yeah, you said you, it's wait, 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 wait. What what's your you're wearing one is that one of those things where the thumb comes through the shirt or you just do yeah. that? Yeah. That's the way the way the shirt is? It's made that way. Interesting. I kinda like it though. I, I used no. to not be a fan of it. Very goth. But it's a Yankee it's a Yankee sweat. You're wearing like some sort of goth sleeve or something. I don't even know why. It just feels comfortable in there. It feels like a like a thumb pillow. I like that. Listen, do you? Yeah. Um, normally I wouldn't be for that. I, I used to ridicule people for having what I would call a thumb pillow, the hole in your, well, okay, where your so thumb tell goes. Us about your honeymoon. What? Tell us about your honeymoon. Because my weekend and stuff was the same. Love love Jamaica, man. Love Jamaica. Um, it was awesome. From the minute we got there, it was just, it was relaxation. The weather was beautiful. And, you know, like, at night, it just, it, it really cools down. Like, you're right on the beach. It's beautiful. There's a breeze. But during the day, it's hot. The drinks are flowing. I drank a good amount. Um, you know, I, uh, I think, What? You're not a big drinker, so that's big for you. Not a big drinker, but you know, for some reason, I could just drink tequila shots and not get very drunk. I, I have—it's really weird, yeah. man. I could, yeah. I could take like five tequila shots, not feel a thing. I could drink two beers and be wasted. You might be a tequila guy. I might be a tequila guy, um, but tequila. only shots, though. I don't want to drink like a margarita or anything like. No, that. no, I'm with you. I agree. I agree. I'm with you. 100. percent I'm the same way. Actually, one of the last times I drank a margarita was, was with me. you. Yeah, yep. <laughs> was with you, and it did not go over well. Was it? Where was it? We were down on um, uh, Stone Street in the financial I, district. Oh, that's where we were with my uncle. We met up with him. I think it was you and I went before, and then we met up with him. And we had, and I'll never forget this. I had, I had two drinks. I had a Jameson shot and a and a frozen margarita that came out of the machine. So you know, it's like that sugary ass margarita, that frozen margarita. And it did not sit well with me. And we went back to my grandpa's second no, apartment where I was dinner. staying. It's dinner in the middle of dinner. Oh, yeah. Oh, we went to. That's right. We went to Jackson Hole for hamburgers, and I couldn't. I couldn't I keep it down. I recommended Jackson Hole to someone this weekend. Oh so, yeah. Yeah. To me, it doesn't live up to it anymore. I've been I've been lucky when I go to New York. I get treated to nice spots between you and others that live there. They like to get in the mix. You know who you are. Yeah. Ykyk. We've been lucky enough to go to some good restaurants. Yeah, good we, places. yeah, we've been to some good places. You've seen some, you've seen some things in New York. Oh, yeah. um, you know, I'm not as much of an in the mix guy as you are, but the person that you're referring to always 
always shows she she loves be, she loves being the uh, she is the mix. She is the mix, queen of the mix. Yes. Uh, so that's a shout out to you. Um, so yeah, so shout out also to Excellence Oyster Bay in Jamaica. The people were awesome. We did like a little, what? At Falmouth. Yeah, right, right on Falmouth. And, um, the people, the Jamaicans, they're nice people from the minute you get there, they're welcoming. They know, they know where their bread is buttered. Um, and you know, the music is great and it's just a whole different vibe and being there for a whole week, pretty much. It just... It was really nice. It was relaxing. We did like a little snorkeling adventure. Um, and uh, that was like our excursion. But otherwise, it, we had like a private plunge pool, like our own little private pool. That was awesome. Um, and it looks fun. I, when I FaceTimed you, I said, when you uh, sent me from the beach, it looked like the Corona commercial. Yeah, no, it, it felt like it. We had, you know, palapas like right outside our door that we could just go out to every morning. And, you know, this was like a place, this is a, a great place for couples. It's not really for single people. Um, but they want you, this is, a, this is a place where they want you to fuck. They want couples to just, you know, they make it so easy oh, for you. Okay. It was, yeah, it was an adult's place. It's an adult's place. They have 31 channels on TV. On the 31st channel, it's an adult's channel. Love that. Just porn. That's how it should be just porn and like you know in in the morning it was they had let's just say that they had something for everybody well i think that's very good i mean you don't know but in european countries you'll randomly find it it's a random channel playing porn yeah no and but this is like continue but like stuff that we would stuff that we would watch on the internet this was just like back to back to back it was yeah and and the so So that's what i'm saying all right nice yeah yeah was it they succeed in the encouragement it was a honeymoon. Okay, good answer. It was a honeymoon, so We're you know. Cincinnati. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny, um, but yeah, I'm happy to. I'm, it, was, it was who it, it was who it, it was who we thought they were. It was yeah. who we thought it was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, that was that kind of place. As soon as I noticed this channel, I was like, oh man, like they have a jacuzzi tub in so, the room. I, I enjoy this place. You would enjoy. That's why I'm saying, like. You need to find yourself a nice girl, settle gonna, down, and bring her here. What? I'm gonna. I want to take your. I want to take you down to Falmouth, man. Exactly, and you know they are. They're welcoming, and you know what? For you, somebody like you, you pass. You you pass a lot of shacks on the way to the resort. Wow. You know, it's like it, it's Jamaica's a third world country, so you you know you it's just. No, I love Jamaica. It's because, first of all, it's a beautiful country. It's just beautiful, minus the fact that it's, you know, so impoverished. But um, it is beautiful. The weather, you can't ask for anything better. And it's only 45 minutes to Miami by flight, I hear. That's crazy. Yeah, it's a quick little, it's a quick jaunt for you. I don't buy that. No, that, it's the truth. Actually, you're right. That makes sense. I always forget where Jamaica is. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you how I know that, basically. Because within a half hour of the flight, for the first 30 minutes, we didn't have direct TV or Dish Network, whatever Delta uses. But as soon as we, like, aligned with Key West, we got, we got satellite covered back, and I was able to turn on the jet game. Nice. And you got to enjoy it. Uh, I do want to say this. Oh, wow. That's the flag, yeah. Uh, I do want to say this uh, about your wedding. Now, if 
if people did not listen to that episode that we did, you know, yeah. I got to say, I listened to it and I'm biased. That's some of the best work we've done. Yeah, it was real. Not the faith of heart. It, yeah. it, it, listen, we were fully, I mean, listen, it was like if there was pay-per-view, this would be on it. Like we could charge for this episode. There is some stuff on there. And, you know, so I one, listen to that episode. But two, in that episode, you know, we talked about you gave a great preview of the wedding. And I wanted to be an honest, I want to say, listen, you were worried that you blew things out of proportion food-wise. I'm here to say this right now. It was, and I have been to a lot of weddings. That, 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 um, that, uh, or during the happy, the cocktail the hour. The cocktail hour. Was the, I mean, listen, I don't mean to offend anyone listening to this podcast. Yeah. But that was the, the that was the best, if not one of the best cocktail hours I've ever been a part of. Wow. Yeah. Honored. And coming from you. I mean, and yeah, coming from me. And I tell you, one thing I just love was every time I made a laugh, I passed by and I was able to pop a grape leaf in my mouth, you know, get a shot of tequila, get an oyster. I didn't do the paella. That was a little much for me. I think that was like not where I was trying to be, you know, trying to, I was trying to do more light bites. What you was know? your highlight? I tell you, bud. I love those grape leaves. Really? <laughs> I fucking love that. I like fucking grape leaves. Uh, I love the grape leaves. Um, there was <laughs> passed around the short. There was like a short rib something that might have been passed around. Um, the lamb was a little dry. Okay. Do about that. Okay. Lamb that gets that way, but it was excellent. It was excellent lamb. Um, Did you take part in the? In the uh, tequila luge? Yeah, I was definitely, I was one of the first people in tequila luge. Nice guacamole there. Yeah. I bet, oh, the bacon. That bacon was nice. That might have been, that was my favorite. Yeah, the bacon okay. was good. So they gave us like a whole, a whole spread for like 10 minutes while we kind of just like unwound and kind of had some time to ourselves. And I didn't have, I, I've been to a couple weddings there and I haven't had the, the slab bacon. That was pretty incredible. It was nice, um, and it was just a nice, like, I mean, it was just a, it was a five-star event, you know, from the little house, you know, it was very, very, I really love that. Uh, well, I, I really, that really means a lot coming from you, because there's nobody on planet Earth that I know who goes to more weddings than you. Yeah, and it was, uh, I have another one this weekend. You know, I was telling this to uh, our producer, Jim, uh, <laughs> and I, uh, I was saying to myself, I'm like, you know what? I think I'm just gonna, I'm gonna take it slow. The UCF's not making it to a bowl game. Maybe I'll take it slow to the USF game. Just really like take it easy for a little bit, and then you're like, oh, a wedding is coming up. And a wedding is like a hurricane to the whole planet, you know? Whose wedding? Uh, one of my, the one I went to the Bahamar bachelor party for. So I heard like weddings, and it's not, and it's not like, yeah, I mean, I don't think any of us were that fucked up at your wedding. I just drank a lot. I, I thought everybody handled themselves beautifully. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was a lot. I drank. I think I was more drunk. We just were drinking throughout the day. Yeah. It's like, it's just like an ordeal. Like, oh, you know, because you're going to, like, someone's going to take a shot, you know. So it's like, it's just tough. We're saying it's like a hurricane. Like, you want to go to the beach house for a weekend, and then a fucking tropical storm is approaching. That's right. what it wants to, your, to your, your body. So you just have to stop saying yes. Well, this one is like this one you couldn't say no to because this one's a long time right. family friend. No, but um, but you know you can say no to invitations every now and then. Yeah, no. I mean, I've already said no to like two. 
Like you go to weddings. You you do not you don't even hesitate. Like you just you go. It's like a lot of the times it, it's also like all right, who is who am I gonna see there? You know, like Right, it's a social event. Right. So that's big on that's a big thing too. So yeah. But I enjoy weddings. I mean, you know, and I, think, and I just wanted to say, in, in rounding it up, I said on the, you know, we don't keep a lot of promises on this podcast. But, <laughs> no, we don't. Uh, and that's really, you know, it's, it's, it's a two-person problem, but it really, I carry the burden of that. Uh, I, I kind of, I, I kind of outthink ourselves. ourselves. <laughs> you, you talk a big game. I talk a big game, but that's me. That's uh, you. Um, the, uh, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, yeah. I, uh, you know, I said I'd give a review of the wedding. It was, it was a great, great wedding, and we all had a nice time. How was the band? Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. Food Good. was excellent, even at the wedding too. I, I heard tried. a lot of people didn't eat dinner though. They were I, so full. I had some dinner. You did. Yeah, of course. I'm like, you can't review a wedding and not. You want a so, real reviewer? So what'd you have? The fillet. I had the fillet, and I tasted some of Kyle's uh, chicken. The chicken. What'd you think of the chicken? I liked them both. The chicken was actually a sleeper, pretty good. It was really good. Yeah. 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 So, I, I appreciate that. So that's a shout out to the Grove. That's a great wedding venue if hey, you're listen, in the northern New Jersey area. I, I was talking it up, Pud. I shit you not. I was talking the wedding up all week last week. I'm speechless. You know, because we were on we were on the honeymoon and we didn't even really get a chance to like. We didn't even really have a chance to sit down and talk about it yet. This is really my first time telling you, I think. No, it is. It's a, it's it's my first time really hearing like a, a real um real feedback of the wedding. Yeah. And it's not just me. I well, I appreciate that. You can let me know um if you want to send a voicemail. That is one thing we would keep a promise on. If you send us a voicemail, voice memo, whatever, we'll play it. On air. On it. That's true. So yeah. if you were if you were an attendant of my wedding and you share Tall's feelings or don't, you know, we're open to criticism here. Yeah. You know, we're we are an we are an anti-PC podcast, and that means that we are open to whatever views you have. Absolutely. You know, so let it let us have it. Uh, See, call in. What is I know I asked this earlier in the week. What does CES mean? S C I S CIS? Speaking about opposing views in in the trend in the gender spectrum. Oh, cisgender. Like I think that just means like um, like we're cisgender. We're we're one. We identify as one gender. Like so, we're normal hetero. So I have a pronoun, cis. I'm a cis. You are cis tall. I don't like that. Cis. It's like a sissy. Yeah, but a different letter. Okay. Different letter. But okay, no, I don't I, I don't know what cis was. We so. don't identify as anything. We identify as who we are. I identify as TW. Yeah. That's who you are. Yeah. That's who you are. That's who I am. All right, so wanna to get to the meat of the show? Yeah, so let's get into it. Um I I did not I did not watch a lot of football on my honeymoon. Oh. Well, you know, that's fair. I did. Um I do know that uh, getting into college right away. I know that UCF lost. You did not. You, you weren't as. You weren't as vocal this loss as you had. Well, you were on a honey. I was very vocal. Uh, a lot of people heard. I was very vocal on Twitter. I don't know if you saw. I did uh, not really. Yeah. Um, listen. 
I know people are going to call me crazy and all this stuff, like, oh, this is not how you do things. But this is like a, 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 a mindset of mediocrity. If people think it's acceptable to be on the road to a two-and-seven-pulse team. And what really bothered me the most about that bum, Josh Heupel, and I've said it before, before this loss, have I not been critical of Josh Heupel on the podcast? Yeah. He is my whipping boy. Right? Yeah, for the, last, for the last month at least. Yeah. He, what really bothered me, and I, I and, and you listen, and, and everyone. Before the first loss, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, exactly. Before, way before. But this guy, when you didn't see this play, but there was a play when Dylan Gabriel's obvious forward pass, it was not a fumble, but he got his head, he got his lights knocked out of him. And there was a, there was a period when Tulsa like, had the ball, they weren't really deciding anything yet. And Josh Heifel put, he was arguing, but he, he didn't show any fire, he didn't show any moxie. And to me, that was telling. Like, you want to fight for your guys and fight for this team. And, and, and like, to me, it's like that ha- – and then what happens when you don't do that? Your team becomes the you know, embodiment of who you are. It happened with Joe Philbin and the Dolphins. You know, happened to the end of O'Leary's time with, with, the, with, the, with UCF. And if, I just don't want that to happen here. And that, that's why I'm not saying he needs to get fired. But these people on Twitter that think, oh, they went 19 and gone, 19 and – like 17 and 4. Because uh, it's not about the past. Yeah, it's not about the past. But listen, yeah, exactly. But he's done that. He doesn't have a starting quarterback, blah, blah, blah. We, we, you know, we were a few years away from 0-12. Like, get, the, get your head out of your ass. Hold yourself to a higher standard. Last year, you were the same people that were saying, we got to play Florida. We got to play Bama. Right, right. You're the same people last year. Then why are you saying, oh, we were 0-12 last you know? So, this is the same. These are the same people that don't want to take a home and home with UF because exactly. they're too proud. Oh, or no, uh, not, or not too, a, sorry, not a home and home. Yeah, exactly. they want a home and home. The same people, and I know exactly. You know exactly who you are. So get your heads out of your eyes. Josh Heupel is not a good coach. Dylan Gabriel is a good quarterback, but he's being held back by a shitty coach. He's also uh, young. He's also young. Listen, Dylan Gabriel is good. I have no problem with Dylan Gabriel. I know he's good. I, I like hearing that because I thought that you were really losing oh, it with him. Putting up, listen, he's putting up good numbers, but uh, you know, but it's you know, he. I think that Josh. They're Heifel, not playing complete games under the coach. I, think that, I don't think he should be playing anymore. I think he should not have been playing a few weeks ago. You know, now you're with Daryl Mack is probably going to transfer next year. It seems like because you got Milton coming back and Dylan Gabriel, obviously. But it is, you know, Josh Heifel. This is the last thing I want to say about him. Uh, you know I'm not a fan, Josh Heupel. We've invited you on the podcast to discuss this. Uh, I don't even want your punk ass in the podcast because I, I just you, you're nothing to me, Josh Heupel. You're a, you're a, you're a, you're a waste. He was sitting down after the game on that desk in the Tulsa locker room. We looked like a mid-major Hawkeye team with a fat punk head coach. <laughs> and that's where we are now. We're not relevant anymore. So all the people that wanted that home and home with UF, good luck. We are yeah. not. Re- anymore we're back to being what we used to be because we're accepting mediocrity he's not going to go this year but if next year he's again an eight and th- a three loss coach he's out get the fuck out of here you fat fuck that's all i have to say sorry for cursing sorry for fat shaming sorry for fat shaming my bad i mean I, he can't I, help it i just really really hate him i know i, I know but him. look the good news is is that even though they're playing poorly right now, they're still they're putting points up on the board. Yeah, they're doing they have that. a they have a good blueprint. Hopefully, moving forward, you gotta hope that they these don't re- trust him. Right, I know. You know, I know. I think like because here's the thing: last year we almost lost two games to Memphis and Navy, if not for Mackenzie Milton. Right. 
You know? And that's how we're losing these games this year. So that's all I have to say about that. And then really only other big college thing, you know, you had Minnesota beating Penn State. Minnesota's now going to vault up. We'll have our top – we'll post our top six. But uh, that, that was big time for them. But LSU-Alabama. Uh, that game, I told Pud I was overexposed on Alabama. I'm not proud of it. Uh, but I would have done that, that 10 times out of 10. I told that to Jim. Uh, so who's the best team in the country right now? LSU. 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 Because down. you were saying the Buckeyes. Yeah, the Buckeyes. Because the Buckeyes, are giving, and they're still great. But LSU now, the way they beat Alabama, to me, they're the number one team in the country. Um, it was a great heavyweight battle. You know, typically that game is usually low scoring. You've known that in the past. But Coach O is the best. And Tua, like on that his first post – His post game was amazing. Classic. And now people Classic. are giving, yeah, and then like that whole thing with being re- yeah, recorded with fuck tie. People make a big deal out of that. You saw that? Um, Tua, the first drive, um, it was he was driving, and when they fumbled it in the red zone there, that was like, all right, they're not winning this game. And to me, I'm like, oh, that looks like a future Dolphin quarterback. It scared me. I, I'm out on Tua. Even though he played a great game on one leg, this whole injury stuff freaks me out. Um, for me, it's either Joe Budo or Bust, the donkey. He, the fact of the matter is Joe Burrow played a great game in a hostile environment. It was his Johnny Manziel game, even though he's better than Johnny Manziel, like the big hype game. He won the Heisman. That was his Heisman moment. Uh, what was most impressive, Pud, and that's what is impressive to me about Joe Burrow, uh, and he's going to probably get drafted now ahead of Tua, um, is in the fourth quarter when Bama was coming back, he led LSU to two touchdown drives in Alabama to shut them up. To me, that is that's big time. That's to me, that's like closing out a game. That's a winner. Um, and so Joe Burrow uh, is interesting, and he's gonna be a top pick. I was saying this to someone earlier. Uh, uh, it's oh, Jim had a good stat too, by the way. Uh, producer Jim, listen to this stat, and it kind of gave me reaffirming uh, some reassurance. Like you know, when we get to the NFL with like the, you know the Dolphins and their draft, kind of fucking themselves out of the thing. There's not been a number one. Quarterback. The only number one quarterback to win the Super Bowl, draft number one overall right now, has been Peyton Manning. I don't know how. My God. But no, Jim, it's not so, that hard to believe. Yeah, it's not that hard to believe. So if that's, the, I mean, that's to me is telling. But uh, Joe Burrow. So if he goes to Cincinnati, he's going to be Joe Burrow. If he goes to the Dolphins, he's going to be Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. There, the Dolphins. There are way more busts than booms. When it yeah. comes to NFL quarterbacks, so that was really the big, the big uh, college. I mean, that was that was really the highlight of the college weekend for that. Uh, so we can go in the NFL. Just get it, or if you want to do the quick rankings, just go tomorrow. LSU, Ohio State, um, LSU, Ohio State, uh, Clemson, Minnesota. Whoa. Um, Minnesota. Minnesota Vols. They beat Penn State. I think Penn State was number four. I think they deserve to be there, Minnesota. I think you put Minnesota in there. You have Georgia at uh, six, Bama. I think, or, or Bama. Yeah, Bama at six, Georgia at five. You think Alabama still gets in when it's all said and done? Alabama's one loss. They, they get in. I think there's still a chance that three SEC teams can get in. if Because if Alabama's can win out, uh, LSU wins out, Georgia wins out, but then Georgia and LSU play in the SEC championship. If Georgia beats LSU, I think those three teams are in, and then you would probably have them in Ohio State. That would be it. I think Clemson was left out. Wow. And you know how broken the college football system is and the way the Bulls and how ridiculous it is? 
is that a if my University of Miami continues, we started three and four on the season in a shitty ACC. If Clemson makes the playoff, there's a chance that if University of Miami wins out at eight and four, they'll be in the Orange Bowl, and they suck this year. So that's a broken system. That's a broken system. Seems like it. Yeah. Seems like it. Um, listen, I think um, I think college sports in general is broken. I think we've seen that now with like this Memphis kid. Um, no, yeah, him, and then the guy we talked about on the podcast who I love, Chase Young. Yeah, he's right. like it's just they're they're killing their own product. It's crazy. Yeah. You know, it's something, and, and this would be the last thing we say on college. And I don't know if I've ever told like this has been like shared in like the college sports shows, but you know, like there's such a double standard. Like for example, when a, a lot of times and it's, it's gotten lax now, but when a player in college transfers, most of the time, unless there's some sort of exception, um, he usually he has to sit out. And then you have coaches in college who can move, you know, come and go as they please. And there's real no consequences for them breaking their, their contract with the school, you know, their new place as well, as much as there is for the kids. And same goes for, like, these basketball coaches. Like, all, you know, the basketball is where it's really, really bad. And you have, like, the FBI investigating Adidas and shit. Remember yeah, that? It's crazy. Coaches were being, like, investigated by the FBI and coaching in the game the same night. But if a guy accepts money from his, you know, cousin – he, just, he can't play anymore. Yeah, that's crazy. It's crazy. So it's crazy, and and, and, and they're gonna. They're, these basketball coaches were caught on wires. I know. It's nuts. I know. And the NCAA just basically turns a blind eye to it. It's pretty. Yeah. It's pretty incredible. They're they're a garbage organization. Garbage. They need to be cleaned up. Yeah, um. Yeah. All right. Drink. So. Oh my God! This this DK Metcalf, by the way, has a mouthpiece that looks like, and this is a good transition to NFL. Has a mouthpiece that looks like a pacifier. Hmm. Interesting. I like that. I don't know if I like that. I like that. Okay. To me, it's a little beta. I think it's a little intimidating. It's like, what the fuck is this guy doing? A baby. To me, it looks like something's up with him. Yeah, baby's gonna come and beat your ass. Maybe he's good. He doesn't look like a baby. He looks right. Like That's he- what I'm saying. People are like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Yeah. Anyway, so transitioning now into the NFL, I just have one thing to say. Yeah. Jets beat the Giants. Yeah. Um, that yeah. I don't necessarily that I don't necessarily care about, but Jamal Adams. That was nice. Jamal Adams is really. I mean, come on. That was like that was something that happens to the Jets. That's never something that the Jets do. The sad thing is it wasn't even the nice – it was amazing. But it wasn't even the best highlight of the weekend. The best one was Lamar Jackson. Did you see that spin yes, move? Yes, I did. That's I did. Really, I watched that live, and I'm like, God, press the B button right there. Yeah. No, I, no I, listen, fine. Joe, God friended me? Yeah, I do. God, God pressed the B button. Yeah? That's what happened in Baltimore or in Cincinnati. All right. Well, you could talk about that, but I think, uh, I think the Jets need to – Stop bad mouthing Jamal and do everything they can to make sure that he's a cornerstone. Yeah, they need to. Um, speaking about the Jets, I know we didn't have a podcast last week, but we beat you last week for our first win. Uh, that was nice. I wanted to say one thing, not going to talk shit about the Jets at all. I was scolded for starting a by security for starting a JETS chant. Suck, suck, suck. So, which is bullshit. You know what? It doesn't surprise me. It was a terror. I was an absolute terror on that Sunday. It doesn't surprise me. That was after, That was right after my wedding, too. Yeah, bounce back. 
Um, it was a nice. No, it was uh, what's it goes. It was a, it was a fun one. So yeah, but the Jets won, and then for some fucking reason, the Dolphins decided to win again. I'll say one thing. This is the only thing I liked about the Dolphins winning. I said this a few weeks ago, Pud, when I was really excited. When I said, did I not say I started to see things come together with that team and they're making less mistakes? Are you paying attention? Yeah. Did I not say that? Yeah. So things are happening with them. And, it's and uh, you know, all credit to the coaching staff. They're winning with guys that wouldn't be in the XFL. But I think it's enough winning for now. There's no sense in winning anymore. Let's stay do with you find the it. Ir- do you find it ironic that the Andrew Luckless – Colts beat you. We beat them. That that's why. Well, no, like, but. Well, yes. no, because honestly, if they would have had the guy that has been playing for them, Jacoby Brissett, they would have won. Uh, the question should have been: Do you think that Andrew Luck's Colts would have? No, would have beaten the Dolphins. No. Yes. 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 Right. So, like, it's just funny. Like he was. Your, like, he was your we, guy. Yeah, we beat the Jets in the in the Brian Hoyer Colts. It's good for it. Listen, I was saying this earlier. It's good for Brian Hoyer's credibility for people to buy in. It'll be good for his future. He's a good coach and he would establish it. But the Dolphins have more at stake here. They need to make sure because right now, the way it seems, like, listen, I might have to move off Joe Burrow and Tua and Chase Young, and it might be like a guy like Jake Fromm. So this is, you know, you gotta that's all I'm gonna say. Like Dolphins, it's not your Joe your Joe Burrow is kind of like a Beto. Joe Burrow is kind of like a Beto. No, Joe Burrow. You know what Burrow means in Spanish? Yes, donkey. Donkey. So he's. I know, but like when you're saying, you know, like you know, you're well, that's, I mean, culturally that's how, appropriating his name is what well, you're that's doing, how sir. Say it. Yeah, but that's what they're gonna say. listen. Are the majority of the Dolphin fans gonna say Marlins or Marlins? Marlins. Or Marlins. So the majority of Joe Burrow fans are gonna say Joe Burrow. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> there was back in the day. There was these Cuban guys that sat by. He's gonna look really good in Cincinnati orange. They actually said this on part of my take that, and it makes sense. They said this on the on their podcast today that Tua actually looks. They can picture him more in Cincinnati orange, and I'm like, yeah, that actually makes sense. But they're, the Cincinnati's gonna draft a Cincinnati guy. He's from Ohio. He's from Athens, Ohio. It's too obvious. Um. So yeah. So the Dolphins beat the Colts. Um. Ryan Tannehill looks good. He beat the fucking the Chiefs. Uh, the Packers are for real, but I think the Packers right now are the best team in the NFC. Maybe them and the, and the 49ers. It's them, 49ers, or the Seahawks. The Saints, I think, are frauds. Um, they're, not, they're not looking good. That was like the big talk of the weekend. Yeah, I think Drew Brees. I think Drew Brees might be having that last season that Peyton Manning have where they're not winning because of him, they're winning in spite of him. And, you know, and, you know he was been hurt. Now he's back. He doesn't look the same. They got shut out by the – they got blown out by the Falcons. The Rams lost to the Steelers. Uh, the Lions lost to the Bears. Uh, the Jets it's more was, of a testament to Tom Brady than anything yep, else, you know? Jets, Giants, yep. Uh, there was a lot of buys this week. Uh, the Panthers, we said the Packers. We said that. The Chargers uh, – the Pats were on a bye? No, the Packers beat the the Packers beat the um No Pats. The Pats were on a bye, yeah. Cowboys Cowboys lost. That fucking sucked. The Buccaneers beat the um Cardinals. The Jaguars were on a bye. Falcons, we said that was the Saints game. I think that was really it. There wasn't the Minnesota we had in Minnesota. There really wasn't that many um games. So we said Chicago. Trying to think. I'm going through my head. We're watching the Seattle game right now. I'm running through states. When I do this, people wonder, how do you do this? How do you do this? How do you, uh, how do you, how, how does your brain work? 
I literally run through a map of the United States when I do this. And my brain is like running through a Rolodex of states, and I'm trying to picture the, uh, you know, these maps and these teams. So that's, um, that's how you, I do it. You're, you're amazing. I'm like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a topographer. Topographer tall. You are, you are a topographer. That might be the name of the podcast. The topography campaign. Yeah. Well, no, this topographer tall. Or tall the topographer. That's one that we said. Say that five times fast. Tall the topographer. Tall the topographer. Tall the topographer. You can't do that. Tall the topographer. Tall the topographer. Tall the topographer. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. Listen to that episode. Not the whole thing. That's one of the funniest things. Like, that's really good. I had a lot of fun. Um. So, um, so right now, oh, the Ravens, the Ravens, the Ravens beat the Bengals. The Ravens beat the Bengals. The Ravens are good. Listen, you know what Super Bowl might still be alive? My Ravens Eagles Super Bowl pick for the earlier in the season. Could be. Yeah, I think it's going to be. I think the Packers are coming out of the NFC. Either the Packers. I think it's going to be the Packers. That's one hardball. Who's if they have a good home year. field. If they have home field advantage. You can't win in Green. It's already snowing in Green Bay. Winter is here. I know. Aaron Rodgers said. I think it's going to be, look, I'm looking at the playoff picture. Packers, yeah. Maybe the Eagles, and then the Vikings. The Vikings are good. The Vikings have a healthy team. They're a good team. I like the Vikings with a running game. Built for the playoffs. Uh, I'm ready to go into quick hits. All right. Well, we're going to do a segment of Dave Purcell first. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, so this this one is interesting because it actually takes place in America. Um, it, it's not one of our. It's not just a prison segment. It's still going to be segmento de Persal because that is our prison segment. Um, Where in America? So this was Central California jail. This wasn't even a prison. It'd still be called segmento de Persal. <laughs> that's 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 true. Touche, touche. Um, uh. So, this was like out of we. I actually saw this in Jamaica. You didn't break the news to me. I actually saw this just when I had a free moment. Which sent me a lot of stuff all last week for you. Like I, I was, I was because I knew you weren't looking. We didn't have two eyes on things. So no, you were, you were on top of it. I, I learned a lot today just going back and looking over all the stuff that you sent me. Yeah. Um, so I appreciate that. Uh, I appreciate- no, but so this was like right out of Shawshank. Yeah, they really. They, it was like I, I, I was trying to find the the the, the gift to, to show you of the um, like the Shawshank Warden, like, and this could be a clip that you do, but the Shawshank Warden looking to that hole when he rips off the thing. That's what this looked like, except there was like a hole in the roof. You sent it to me. I did send that to you. Yeah, you did. Nice. All right, good. Yeah. I give, sometimes I don't give myself enough credit. No, you no, you don't. Uh, um, no, you did that, and that was a perfect reference because. If you saw the actual, did you see the actual picture of the hole that they? It looks like it. It looked exactly like it. The only difference was is that it was in the ceiling. It was in the ceiling, yeah. And I don't think I think that these mijos were probably Andy Dufresne was a rock guy, but more of like an earth rock guy. These yeah. guys probably more crack rock guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But you know, funny you should say that little pick that Andy Dufresne used would be great on a crack rock, probably. I think so, probably. Yeah, for all of our listeners that are you know. Crack rock users, one, get help. Yeah. But yeah, two, you know, chime in, leave a voicemail. Yeah, chime in. We want to hear from you. 
Um, <laughs> interested, do you use your own Andy Dufresne style rock pick? Oh, um, yeah. And if you don't, why not? Why not? <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe they don't want to disrespect Andy Dufresne and the work of Tim Robbins. I feel like that, that's, that's a good point. You know, the funny thing is that you, just, you kind of just broke this news to me. Um, what happened at the end? What, what's the ending to the story? Yeah, so I, I think I saw it like a few days later, and uh, which my bad for not sending it, but it was these guys, so they leave California, they find a way to get into Mexico, probably their homeland, and then they get caught coming back into the United States. And at that point, I'm like, what the fuck are you thinking? Why are you like, coming back? You, you did it. You and did it. You made it. Like, they didn't turn around once they got to, you know, San Juan Tanejo. No. You know, like, once you get to San Juan Tanejo, you stay there. Um, right? I just can't imagine why you turned back. You like, won the prize. Like, you got out. Yeah, unless you left something behind. I just, this is, that's the fucked up part of this story. Like, don't come back. Don't come back. Like, I, back. honestly, if you come back, you deserve to get arrested. You know? Like, yeah, you deserve to be. Yeah, you deserve to be. Anybody who jumps a fence to get into this country or crosses a river or whatever or stays past a visa, you deserve to be caught. They jump the fence to get out of this country only to jump a fence to get back into this country. Um, yeah, but and it's but it's so much more than that. It, there, it's more than just those people. What would they do? Were they were they? Do you know what they're in for? What they're in the clink for? I don't even know. I didn't. I, I don't think anything. I don't think anything crazy. Not like what happened in New York, where you know they they release guys on ice detainers all the time. Funny right. enough, I just read this story today. There's a Jamaican national in New York who is um, uh, is wanted on or who's uh, charged with three different murders or something like that. Yeah. And um, he had an ice detainer, and because of the sanctuary city policies, they had to they released him three separate times, and finally ice got their hands on him personally, and now yeah. he's on his way out. But like this is a th this is a three time murderer that we're letting back out onto the yeah. street. What do they get? What what, what do they bail him out with? You got Mets tickets or something as collateral? Well, that goes. That's a perfect segment into quick hits. Look at you, Segmento. You are Segmento de Tall tonight. Yeah, I know. You're our I'm, transition I'm, guy. I'm on it. Um, yeah, no, so um, it, it's not our first quick hit, but we'll go into it. So uh, Bill de Blasio, mayor of New York, uh, decided, along with the city council, that they were going to get rid of cash bail. So that means... Oh, you're... my goodness. It just hit me. What? I was... Bill de Blasio was running for president earlier, right? And he dropped out? Yeah. That's why I was so confused. When I saw Bloomberg running, saying, announcing he was considering a run, I got them confused. I'm like, didn't he just drop out? All right, continue. That just, you just made, you just blew my mind. Oh, wow. Yeah. I feel like I didn't even do anything. No, I know. It doesn't take much. No, it doesn't. Yeah. But that, that's good. That's what makes this show so great. Exactly. Um, yeah, so you as a lawyer, maybe you can explain cash bail real quick. Like, you get arrested. What happens? You get arrested. You usually, uh, you go to a bail bondsman. Typically, it's, it's, it posts a bail. Like, so if they say it's $5,000 bail, your bond is going to be 500 bucks. Right. You know, you pay 10%. You're paying the bondsman 10%. You're 
guaranteeing that the person's not going to go. You can hold something as collateral if it's really expensive. Like I've seen guys been brought in that you know they, they fucking lost their mother's house because they put the mother's house as collateral and then got a bench warrant. Right. So, yep. right. So, and that that happens in that happens probably all the time where people fuck other people and yeah. um, so in, it was crazy. So in New York, amongst the the left, uh, the far left, they oh, think that bail. You guys have those there? What? You guys have those there? A few. Yeah, that was a, a joke. A few. Yeah. I know that was a joke. Alexandria Ocasio Cortez is basically our president. Um, but so he wants to get rid of cash bail, um, and instead of cash bail, because the left thinks that it is. Um, you know, minorities, it's harder on minorities and, you know, it's unfair to certain demographics. So to get people to come back to court, New York City is going to give them free things, vouchers to, you know, restaurants and Mets games and all sorts of fun things that you would do in New York just to get you to come back to your court here. Right. It used to be just the threat of arrest would get you to come back. But no, no, not anymore. Not, you can't do that anymore. You can't yeah. offend anybody, especially people who have committed crimes. You want to make sure that these people are, you know, that, that they're really given – they're given free th- – it's, it's ridiculous, man. Not only, it, not only is this city going to hell in so many different ways, but this is just one of those – it's one of those ideas that just doesn't make any sense. Like, this isn't going to reduce crime. If anything, you're going to just let people out on the street that shouldn't be out on the street, probably. You're going to be putting more of pressure on courts to possibly withhold bail altogether for certain people because you just can't take that risk. Right. You know, maybe. I don't know. It's, it's fucking Pete Alonzo and Todd Frazier are going to fucking encourage enough people to go to fucking courts. <laughs> Jesus Christ! No, no. The, the, the rookie of the year, Pete Alonso, is not gonna not gonna do it for people. You don't think? No, I, I also no, and I no, they're not. The Wilpons are. I guess I, it is. It is funny though because majority of criminals would be Mets fans. Well, the the Wilpons are also big um, yeah, big boosters for De Blasio. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. So that there makes- you go. Makes sense. Um, so, yeah, now we could go back to what we were originally going to talk about at the top of Quick Hits. And um, this was something that you brought up a couple of times throughout the week. When it first dropped, you were, you know, this was big news down in Miami. And then, you know, you really wanted to hammer home that we had to talk about this. So I got caught up, and this is on Dion Waiters. Oh, um, yeah. Well, let me give you some background sure. first. Dion Waiters, before we get into this. So Dion Waiters is going to the Miami Heat is – that's one thing you will. Basketball, you just don't give a fuck about, unless the Knicks are good. That's fair? Fair. So, um, so this, so you know, so people that also don't know about, like, the Miami. So, when Dion Waiters, a few years ago, the year after the Heat lost, you know, or two years after the Heat lost LeBron, he came to the Heat at a big season. They gave him a big contract. And since that big contract, he's been hurt. And then this year, you know, the Heat draft, you know, Tyler Hero, who's had a great start, as we've talked about. Kendrick Nunn has been a nice uh, addition. And they told him, listen, you're not going to start. They even told him to Goran Dragic, And he had a whole hissy fit. So in the beginning of the year, they suspended him. Uh, for one, because he was out of shape. Um, or, you know, that was in the tight conditions. But then he was also contacted to the team because he wasn't really, you know, happy about losing his job to rookies. Uh, and then 
this, this past weekend, they're in a West Coast swing. They happened to stop by Denver, Colorado last Tuesday. We all know weed is legal in Denver. Uh, and on their jaunt through the West Coast, they're also stopping through Phoenix and L.A. And apparently on the flight from Phoenix to L.A., he, there was, well, I saw the first report that there was a medical emergency upon the team's plane. I'm like, oh, man, hopefully it's not Pat Riley. God forbid. You know, it's my guy. Um, he seems he lived quite the life. Um, and it ended up being this, that it was it's, it's, that he had, like, some sort of seizure from a edible. Um, so, one, he's a pussy. Um, but, two, uh, you know, he had a really strong edible. Uh, and then it started to leak out, which I sent to you today to get yourself. I said, listen, get up to date to this. It's taking Miami by storm. It's like an episode. It's like a clue. Like, it's like a murder mystery. They found out that it actually, he was given an edible by a teammate. This gummy by a teammate. And he is refusing to roll. Is on pot any- decriminalized in the NBA? I think, I don't think they test for I think they've, like, decided that they're cool with it. Okay. But I think it's more like, listen, I think if it was anybody else on the team, given the history of him, it, people would have kept it on the rep. The Heat haven't been having a hard time with him. They're, yeah. they're due for a breakup. But the thing is, so this guy now, someone gave him the edible, and now in Miami, everyone is like, you know, who murdered, you know, what, what, what's, 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 a, what's a, a mystery, you know, a who done it? And uh, people are trying to figure out who did it. So, you know, there's a few people on the Heat roster uh, that you might have done it. I, he's not rolling on this person. I think because he lost his job to Tyler Hero and Kendrick Nunn and guys like that, I think if it was one of those guys, he would have rolled on them so he can get his job back. So I think those two guys are out of the question. I don't think it's Jimmy Butler. I think Jimmy Butler is probably the one that's telling him don't fucking rat on this person. I don't think Jimmy Butler, he's too new into his heat career, but maybe because the Heat are protecting him too much and being weird about this, it could be, but I'm ruling him out. So at least a few other people on the team, I'm just going to cut it short so we're not running with it. I think what I've done is I'm going to go with James Johnson gave it to him. James Johnson also got suspended with him earlier in the season. James Johnson on the plane with an edible. With an edible. He also got suspended at one, earlier in the season with, um, with uh, Deion Waiters. He did have a video posted over the offseason of him and his girlfriend high as fucking bed once. Um, I think it's him. That did it, and Deion Waiters doesn't want to roll on him because he also got suspended and doesn't want him to get suspended again because he knows he's also on his last leg in Miami, as is Deion Waiters, because James Johnson also had that renaissance career with the Heat, and they gave him a big contract. So I think he's protecting James Johnson because they're both on the similar terms. So I think that is who gave him the edible. If you Google James Johnson, Pud, you'll be able to say, like, yeah, that makes sense. I think Kelly O'Nunick and the other white guys are too obvious. Because I think he'd rat out the white guys. So my pick is James Johnson. Final answer. That's very racist of him. Maybe. But I'm just saying. That's my deep dive. That's who I think did it. All right. Well, listen. We'll, that's not we'll find out. analysis. That was very nice. You Listen, you're analytical. I appreciate that. On certain things. I think it is. I'm wearing nice clothes. You look very nice. Thank you. Doesn't the beard looks nice? Yeah, you look fresh. Thank you. I appreciate that. You have a little hole, though, in your beard, it looks like, on this side. Oh, yeah, like right there. What happened there? Where? Go up a little bit. Up. Up. No, like other way. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, up, up. No, up towards your side. Yeah. Yep. Right there. Up. 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 To the right. Feel it. That might no, just be... I see it right here. Yeah, right there. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. 
I'm looking at a bald spot on uh, Tall's beard. It's yeah. pretty weird. Yeah. Did you kill somebody? No, why would I? No, I'm saying, you know, like, that's like, um, like a mark. Oh, no, a scar? No, no, like, you know, in your eyebrow. Oh, gotcha. No. Yeah. No. Um, all right. So, more, I guess, a, another crime story. <clears throat> um, this one, I don't even know where it took place, but apparently it's been happening all over the country. People are losing their fucking minds over Popeye's chicken sandwiches. We were supposed to do it tonight. We can but, do it when it, we can do it really whenever we want. Yeah, we can do it whenever. Let's do it next week. I'm trying to be good this week. That's fine. I'm I'm down to do it. You're gonna be coming back from a wedding. Oh no, your wedding's local. Wedding's local. It will be Monday. Yeah. Oh right, Monday. Right. It's not Sunday. Today feels like Sunday for me. No. Um. Um. No, I, I gotta fit so, into my tux this weekend. You gotta fit in. Oh yeah. This Where is, is it? Nice place. Synagogue, Temple Emmanuel. Oh, beautiful. Yep. Beautiful. Um, so people are people are literally attacking other people over Popeye's chicken sandwiches. Yes. And I don't know why. Like Murder. why do why I, did I, people it's just craziness? Right. Like I, I see just if you just Google Popeyes, yeah. um and it's know, not like, it's not like it's a niche thing anymore. Like they're here to stay. No, they're here to stay. And these are like these are like people on Twitter that you see in real life just by looking at the, some of these headlines. You know, uh, Popeye's employee caught on camera body slamming woman outside Tennessee restaurant. Yeah, um, you know, uh, Popeye's worker charged with assaulting customer. Uh, you know, another fight breaks out at a Popeye's this time at Nashville Opry Mills Mall. Like this shit is this shit's crazy. crazy. And um and the one thing that I, I have to find it real quick because that was like the craziest story of, of them all, um, the one that you sent me. But what's your take on like why are people just losing their minds over this? I don't know if it's because it's I don't know if it's in mainstream Popeyes or Popeyes that are in high crime areas and people are just acting up. Of course. I, you know, probably so. I, I just think at this point, honestly, at this point, it's like just stupid. Like, it just shows me how fucking dumb people are. Um, and that especially since it's not like, you know, a specialty item anymore. Maybe they just don't know that. Right. So um, this happened. Um, yeah. So you sent me this on Tuesday, I believe. Uh, the headline is murder over chicken. Just one night after Popeye's reintroduces their popular chicken sandwich, a fight in line turns deadly. Um, and this took place in uh, nowhere other than our nation's capital. Wow. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, let's see. Tragedy occurred in Maryland Monday night. It appears the whole mess began over the return of the restaurant's popular chicken sandwich. Um, the, the chicken chain is actually beefing up its staff in order to deal with the influx of people over the chicken sandwich. Yeah. So, you know, it did go on hiatus for a little while. That's why we haven't been able to get our hands on it. Yeah, very pro move for you, by the way, saying the chicken chain. That was nice. What do you mean? The way you said that, that was big. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I'm still looking forward to reviewing. I hope that it goes better for us in line. And yeah. Yeah, and, that would and I, suck. And I think that this is a PSA to all of the schmear campaigners. Um, get a grip. It's a, it's a chicken sandwich. 
Um, just calm down and everything. We'll be the judge. We'll let you know if it's Every worth if it's worth murdering over at a Popeyes. Right. Everything is iry. It's not. Okay? It's, never, it's never. It's never. It's never. It's never. No. No. When Twitter starts to spill over into the real world, things are. It's going to get ugly. Right. Leave it to your imaginations. You know, let people eat their chicken in peace. For sure. But let's do it next week for sure. Yes, we will. I'm sure we won't keep that promise. But no, we will. I, I want to try it. Yeah, no, let's do it. It looks good in pictures. Yeah. It does. It looks really nice. Um, all right. So moving moving on. What? Popeyes have nice like, fries. I, I haven't had them. They're like uh, Cajun style. Uh, you guys Louisiana. Louisiana, yeah. Not, makes sense. Don't get the red beans and rice. That's going to be a little too much for your stomach. All right. Well, um, oh, you know what? It's funny. We have another kind of segmento day per sal that I should have moved up um, oh. that we could just kind of cover real quick. Real quick. And, and this is um, an inmate who um, is serving a life sentence, was declared dead. He, he died. 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 Then and, he was resuscitated two minutes later. So now he's taking his fight to court to say that his life sentence has been served. Right. They say it's lapsed. The, the court decided today, I believe, that, oh. or, yeah, I think they said that's bullshit. It's not happening. Um, Who saw that coming? Right. Honestly, I, I kind of think the guy has a, uh, as an argument. I think the ultimate parole officer is God. To see if you're ready to go or not. So if God said, "Listen, you're not ready to die, but you should come back," if He gives you another chance at life, that's a new life. So if His argument, if I was His attorney, that would have been my argument. Uh, this, you know, this is turning into a legal segment. Yes, God is the ultimate uh, parole board. He is. Yeah. He is everyone's parole board. You know, we are all parolees in God's eyes. Judge, jury, executioner, all exactly. the above. I'm feeling very holy after church today. And I, I, I see that. And I believe that. I believe that. So that would be your honor, you know, to the, well, I think there's the Iowa Parole Board. You know, there's probably a Connie on there. Connie? Um, How did he die? Probably a heart. I mean, jail is probably not great on your health. I think it was probably a heart attack. No, yeah. It was maybe it was a heart attack, but like. He didn't get stabbed or anything. It wasn't like, he did nothing like that. If that happens, you should be allowed out. That would have been fucked up. Like if somebody murders you, right, and then you were able to be brought back to life, right? If you're shanked or shivved, yeah. So, yeah, I think you're. Yeah, I think you're right about that. I'm with you on that. But I think that's bullshit. I think that he should have. Um, you know, they should have. I mean, I'm joking, obviously, but it was a weak argument. But I would at least would have put up a fight. You know. I think yeah. that's a good argument. Hey, you're not my parole board, Connie. The guy upstairs is. And he gave me a new lease on life. Well, apparently he did not put that argument up. Well, listen, I know I know you're listening. I'm sure the Iowa Department of Corrections gives everyone access to podcasts. So in the future, the next time you might stroke out and come back to life, you got one call. That's tall. You're the guy. I'm the guy. And, I'm, yeah. for all, and, and for all people in that similar situation, please reach out. I'm and you are, and and I might add that you I'm are only now. Only Florida, by the way. That might be the case, but you're also now an experienced defense attorney. 
What for my for just in general? Like you've had that experience in general. Oh, oh exactly. Yes, yes. I've been now on that side now for you know shit more than six months. Right. So like you've had so you you you've been on that side. You've been on both sides. You've seen it. So now you're in that position to help these Iowans. Or Floridians, because that's yeah. where you're... Not licensed in Iowa, but happy to advise. Yeah. How does that work? You could do that? You could advise legally? Well, or just can't practice? Not a licensed attorney here in your state. It's like giving, you know? Well, I would like for them to take their one phone call a day and send us a voicemail. I think so, too. I think we'd be a huge hit in prisons. I... We're a hit everywhere. I should leave, like, when I have to go to that prison in January, I should leave my phone playing accidentally the smear campaign. And they're like, oh, what is that? I'm like, oh, it's just my podcast. It's just your podcast. It's a podcast. Oh, what's that? Start a conversation. Hey, Warden, you mind to get the guys the podcast? Let them listen to it? Good for morale? We're the number one Jewish deli podcast in the world. Easily. Easily. I don't know fly in the panhandle, but... Who knows? Why not? Why not? Some people find God in, in prison. Let some people. A lot of people do. Yeah. A, lo a lot of people do, especially in South American prisons. Absolutely. All right. Well, that was that was good. I'm glad that we got back to that. Um, now, this guy, um, we're heading overseas again, not prison. This is actually a hero story. Um, our Renaissance Man of the Week, really, is from Nigeria. Love and, him. What's his name? Do we know? What? Do we know his name? Um, do we know his yeah, I mean, so get I will find out. Just okay. tell give us the background. Oh, the background is um there was was uh, there was some sort of massive fire in Nigeria, and since it's Nigeria, they don't have fire stations, um, or it seems like they don't have fire stations. I, I'm sorry for being ignorant to our Nigerian listeners, but uh, once we find out this guy's name. There's a video of this guy in, in valiantly taking buckets of water to this massive fire, trying to save his entire village, I'm presuming. Was it a village? Um, it, it was a, a market. A market, all right. Tomato, tomato. Um, and this guy, uh, I, I don't know if he succeeded or not, but, you know, it's, you know, he was definitely the Renaissance Man of the Week. Right. I am having. It was just a video. Of him. I'm sure. Him. Not. I'm sure we, there, there's no name for this. Guy. Yeah, they they don't have um, news. No the news news sources are are not readily available. But this guy, I thought I I equate him to a um, the Nigerian version of the Long Island volunteer firefighting. I like that. Yeah. You know, like he did. He he worked with the resources that he had. You know, not not a firefighter by any means. No. Yeah, you know, but he he took that bucket, and this was I just read that this was like this engulfed like a very long. This was a big fire. All right, so this bucket of water. That's a three alarm. Are, yeah, that's a three alarm fire. Yeah, wasn't going to do much this bucket, but he tried. I hope he made it out of there because it looks scary in the video. I think he made it out of there. They should bring him over here. Get him, you know, get him behind. You know, we know firemen. Oh, yeah. If he's alive, reach out to us. Somebody let us know if he's alive. Yeah. And, or if it's him. Yeah, we would love to hear from you. We'd love to no have name, No name Nigerian. Yeah, the horse with no name. 
you are our Renaissance Man of the Week. So we'd love to hear from you. Mazel tov. Mazel tov. All right. That was, that was beautiful. I like that, though. Nigerian volunteer firefighter. Yep. Um, all right. So uh, we can run through these next ones real quick. This Jeffrey Epstein thing, he's back in the news um, from beyond the grave. Yeah, he didn't and, kill him. And so this is he, – he did not kill himself, most likely. Wait, um, are you – Agree with me. Let's talk about let's talk about this real quick. So the news of the news of Jeffrey Epstein was uh, two things. So number one, Dr. Michael Bodden, who's probably the premier forensic um, pathologist, um, whatever you want to call him, um, he's he's worked on so many. He was he's a guy. You know, if, if you are. If you ever need a forensics guy, he's your guy. And so he went on Fox News, Fox and Friends, and he said that um, more than likely, based on the evidence that he's seen, and I'm, I'm pretty sure that he's working on behalf of the Epstein family, so he has, or the Epstein's estate, whatever. So he has, he has access to all of the information. Um, he's saying that it was more than likely not murder, or more than likely not suicide, but murder. Right. So he did not kill himself. He was no, killed. So um, quiet from the Clinton camp since this news has come out. Yeah, listen, I mean, we'll never we're, we're never going to actually know what the hell happened. Um, all I'll say is yeah, that House of cards, one day the House of Cards will fall. Maybe. But you you wanted an, an apology. I told you I wasn't going to apologize because I didn't remember what was said. But what I will say is, is that just good for first. First of all, in my defense, the evidence at the time, I was just trying to be reasonable. Number two, you are right in the sense that nothing it's it's fishy from the beginning. But I don't like to buy into conspiracy theories because I think that what that does is that's like part of that Twitter flowing out into the real world kind of stuff. And you just have to be careful with that. And no. I don't like to buy into it so quickly. Like you you are you jump in. I, uh, I, those were facts that I was working with, and um, you know, I, I knew it from the beginning. No, you felt it. Uh, you didn't know it. I mean, you it's still don't know it. Every time someone has dirt on the Clinton, someone kills them, they end up I dead. Know. I so, know. I guess, you know, it's more for me, I'm a concerned citizen. Call me a whistleblower, if you may. Um, but What's going on with that, by the way? Just want to explain to me anything new this week that I need to be keeping my eyes out for. To, to be honest, I got to I got to get caught up on things. Um, but we are going to have our first public testimony. Wonderful. Who do we got? I don't know. Um, Republicans witness list. Yeah, it's amazing. We'll we'll see. It, this it, is going to be bad for them. The the Democrats. We'll see how. Listen, we'll see how everybody plays their hands. Um, very quiet. I, I would just love to see. I would just love to see Trump come out and say that it wasn't a perfect call, that things were said that probably shouldn't have been said, and then we could just move on. You know, like nothing. He didn't break. It, nothing. Nothing was followed through on. But like, it wasn't perfect. No. It's was, not an impeachable offense. I will say this about my guy Don, President, okay. is that. He should not have been in that situation in the first place, given the amount of scrutiny he's always under. Correct. So for that, he was basically running. He he basically had Rudy Giuliani running a shadow Ukraine foreign policy. I want to bring as back his the, personal attorney. I, I want to bring back the big of me of the week. That's probably not what he should have been doing. 
that's very big of you. I, I appreciate that. So, um, you know, the Republicans in the Senate are starting to lay the groundwork for how an impeachment trial is going to go down. And they have to do it. It's, you know, it's constitutionally mandated. So if the House votes to impeach him, there has to be a trial. So there will be a public trial and uh, the Republicans get to run the show. So it will be very interesting. Um, and so, so what the hearings in the House are just that this that hearings and then there's a vote on the floor to send it to the Senate. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's like, you know, John Roberts will preside. vote happen. We don't know. And what if it's a total disaster in the hearings? Is there a chance that Democrats do not vote to send it to the Senate? I, I can't imagine at this point, after going all in like this, that, that it doesn't go to the Senate. Right. But yeah, listen, if something disastrous happens for them, I can see Pelosi trying to be pragmatic and, and squashing it before it, you know, really tailspins. Right. But I, I think they're moving full steam ahead. When they say the witness list, are those witness lists for the hearing or witness lists for the actual trial? Hearings, but they're not guaranteed. Like, the Democrats don't have to allow any of their witnesses. Well, then if that's the case, then I know. See, that, the thing is that if they, they, it's a double-edged it's a, it's a, a double sword they want. They, they that's, that's democracy. That's how it works. Right. That's, you know, the, yeah, Democrats are fucking, I'm not going to say it. All right. Listen, let's go. that's politics, unfortunately. It is, but they're crazy. It's, All right. I, yeah. I got I got what, two more there, things. There's a, what there's a word for it in German that I'm trying to. My dad used to always say. Frankfurter. No, not a Frankfurter, but it's something else that they are. It'll come to me. All right. Well, think about it. Um, all right. Two quick things. This one you texted me about today. You were just thinking about it. Um, not sure where you thought about it, but um, daylight savings time. It, yeah, it's something that you have a bone to pick with. I got I, listen. I got. A, I don't have a bone to pick about actual putting the the clock back. I got a bone to pick with. Let me tell you this. Last two Mondays ago, at six, my alarm goes off at six thirty in the morning. It was never um, like six thirty in the morning. It was. It was like still dark. Now it's six thirty in the morning. It's bright. At 7.30, it was never as bright as it was at 7.30 as it is at 6.30 in the morning now. It's celestial. The The sun moves. We revolve I around the sun. So, like, that quickly, though, Pud? Come on. Yeah. Like, yes. Uh, yes. It's astronomical. Things have not changed. Perspectives have changed. You got up maybe earlier to go to high school where things were, yeah, you know, I, it, it was different or... You know, now you're working, so it's just different timings. Everything is the same. Daylight savings time is bullshit, but it's all the same. No, I just think it's dumb. It is dumb. Like, why can't I just go back to it normal? Like, it's time. It's time for it to go back to normal. You know, it's 6.30, and it's bright out. I still like to – I need my one – I have, like, my, my 15, 20-minute snooze. Yeah. And if it's bright out, that doesn't happen. Which no. Thing, but – you got to use your eye pillows. I do use my eye pillows, but still. For everybody who doesn't know, eye pillows are a face mask. Face but, mask. hey, I like we're, it. We're big users over here. Yeah, in the that's People, okay. We to sponsor the podcast. I like that. My pillow, I, my pillow, pillow eye pillows. pillows. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just needed to be explained to me. That's all, bud. I understand. But listen, the farmers still appreciate it, I guess. And that's where we still, that's why we still have it. I love the farmers. Right, I know. I know. Huge fan of farmers. I know. God bless middle America.
A lot of middle Americans in in Jamaica. Yeah, okay. A lot. Um, All right. So last thing on my list, um, and this was just a breaking news thing that I kind of added late. Um, It's on Yankees. It's Yankees news. What do you got? Uh, Brian Cashman confirms that the Yankees will be in on Garrett Cole and or Steven Strasburg and that this won't be a Harper Machado situation. And he also said that he has no directive from ownership to stay under the luxury tax. They know. I mean, this is it. They this is they have their lineup. Now it's time to get their fucking ace. Garrett Cole is going to be a $300 million pitcher, and it ain't my money. The Yankees yeah. better fucking do everything that they can to sign him. But it would be so nice. I mean, how nice is it to have a guy to tune into like that? We, like, you know, every five days. Real nice. That'd be nice. Real nice. And I'm sure he'll clean up his hair a little bit before getting he'll up there. He'll have to. Yep. He'll have to. That's... He's gonna look good in pinstripes. I listen from your mouth to God's ears. Hopefully, money Imagine talks. Ben Strasburg. It won't be both. That's a lot of money. That's five hundred million dollars on a pitch. Why not? I'm just saying. Listen, it ain't my money, but I think if you get rid of Stanton, you can make it happen. Not happening, unfortunately. I'm just saying. I would love that. That would be great. That would free up a lot of things for the Yanks. Like maybe if they orchestrated a sign and trade with the Washington Nationals. Yeah. I don't you know? think that happens, though. Yeah, I don't think that happens. Um, there was rumors about the Marlins today with the GM meeting. Is it GM meetings right now? Is it? Yeah. There's some sort of meeting going on right now. I have to look. I, I've been I've been off the grid for the most part. So yeah, Craig Mish. I'll have to I'll have to listen, I'm I'm we need to do a we'll we'll eventually have to do a hot stove. Yeah, no, I love the hot stove season. That's I like it more than the regular season, to be honest with you. We'll get a couple of our baseball Twitter guys on, and we'll yeah. talk baseball. No, listen, so they are connecting – the Marlins are being connected to uh, Peralta from the Diamondbacks. Oh, yeah? Yeah. All right. Well, listen, I hope, I, that, I hope not, that Jeter gets you a fish. Is he a fish, Peralta? No, I'm saying, like, I, I hope he – that was, like, uh, a play on words. Okay. I think it's not this year. I think it's 2021. I think that's the real target. But it's coming, you know. It's coming. It's nice, you know. They're making – I mean, we were talking about this uh, in the team, but they've been getting a lot of lives just from baseball guys from the coaching stuff they've been doing. I know. So that's nice. Yeah, no, listen. It's, it, it's a – Miami seems to be the city of blueprints right now. Right, Exactly. So uh, we'll see how they turn out. Blueprints and Sour Patch edibles. Um, oh, yeah. Well, speaking about that, I think someone gave me Sour Patch Kids today, but I put it on my desk. Love Zach. a good Sour Patch Kid. All right. Well, I guess it's time, huh? It's time. Listen, um, I appreciate your rundown on the wedding. You're welcome. Uh, Love having you. I'm glad that we got to record that live. And it came from the heart. I know it did. Nothing. Listen. Everything from you comes to the heart to me. I know that. Um, but listen, if you if you're following and you've been listening this whole time, help us spread the schmear. That oh, could be like your wedding present to me. And um, you have a PSA. You have something to say? Did it look like I did? I thought you. I thought you were about to say something. No, no, no. Oh. Schmutz on my floor that I was scratching off. 
All right. Well, listen, on that note, everybody have a great re- rest of the week. Happy Veterans Day. Thank you for your service to the veterans hey, out there. Sir. Yeah, that's nice. Um, I like you know, that. We, we appreciate it. So thank you for your service. Yeah, we appreciate also, your service. It's also a nice day. 11-11 is a nice, this overall day. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's a, it's make, a good make, holiday. And... At 11-11 on 11-11 and for us. I mean, not, not, and for me, this, if after you hear this, if we would have already made our wish. I'm telling you, Brian, make a wish uh, at 11-11 on 11-11. I will. And today was actually the 100th New York City Veterans Day Parade. Which is right. the, which is I'm the largest sorry. Veterans Day? So honors its veterans. Well, Trump was actually there, so don't knock it. No, I know, no, that's great, good. I'm glad Trump was there. You know, um, I, did, I did see that. Yeah, so there you go. All right, love you all. Have a good week. See ya. See ya. Thank you.